Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, friends. I'm back. Welcome to this episode of Revelation from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. This is episode number 58. Well, it's been some time since I have uh, been with you all, but all is well. I was just taking a um, time off. My mom had surgery, and so uh, I wanted to make sure that she had my undivided attention and, and not have anything else that I uh, needed to take care of or do. So I took some time off so that I could care for her and she's doing well, came through fine and walking out her healing. And I just thank God that I, for the opportunity just to take care of her. And so I got her back on her feet. And so I really wanted to um, come back in February, but as I was just studying what it was that the Lord wants me to talk about, these next few weeks um the holy spirit just stopped me and said you need to chew on this just a little more before you um start back with the podcast episode so we're doing a new series this is series number nine and um in this series i'm going to be talking about healing now when i have in-person meetings um the number one thing that people come up for for prayer is for healing, physical healing. Uh, I've had the opportunity to pray for hundreds of people, whether it be in person, over the phone, um, from a text that I receive, or from those that contact the ministry. Every month, um, praying for lots and lots of people. In fact, the load became so much that I branched off and um, got together by the leading of the Holy Spirit, a group of ladies that are like the intercessors that uh, we meet monthly. And um, I give them the prayer requests as well because it was just becoming on a, just on a weekly basis so much. And so with that being said, I've seen a lot of miracles. Miracles happen all the time, which is expected um, when you're walking um, with the Lord and as believers we are supposed to be seeing miracles on a daily basis not so much so that we get so familiar that they don't become um, special anymore but so much so that we see them being uh, executed in our lives that the Bible says that the believers lay hands on the sick and they shall recover so if you're a believer you have the authority to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. So I don't want to get too, too much in to um, this topic. I want to first just lay the foundation um, and give the groundwork of just some practical things that I've seen that I've noticed as um, as a minister and as I've prayed for uh, people. I have seen people healed of various things 
um, not only physically, but also emotionally. It was a very powerful, powerful deliverance um, that took place. And I may have shared this on this podcast before of a young lady that was um, uh, uh, had a, a homosexual lesbian spirit on her that was delivered and set free right before her eyes. It was the most um, miraculous, powerful thing um, to experience that. And also have seen how people have been healed of various things and you know one thing that you have to know is that you may be dealing with something in your physical body right now it's very important that you understand because sometimes you know you say well Jesus is the healer and people say that okay and say well Jesus is a healer well why are Christians sick there's several factors as to to why that is and we're going to look at some of those in the next few weeks but the bottom line is this is that and, 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 and hear me when I say this, because this statement is a fact that it is God's will to heal. Let me take it just a little further. It's God's will to heal you. Now say this with me and make it personal. It's God's will to heal me. Jesus paid the price on Calvary. In the book of Isaiah 53 and verse 4, and this is going to be our focus scripture. And next week when I come back, I'm going to pull this apart and break this down so that you gain a greater understanding and revelation about healing. Because oftentimes some you know people will say, "Yeah, I believe that 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 Jesus, you know, is the healer, but there's some doubt in there because sometimes when you go and you get a doctor's report, the enemy will have you rehearsing in your mind what the doctor said. This is incurable or, you know, uh, this is genetic or there's nothing you can do about this. And God's power, his healing power supersedes the doctor's report. And so Isaiah 53, I'm going to start in verse 4 and I'm just going to read this today. I'm not going to pull any of it apart today, but I'm just going to read this today. And before you come back next week... Look over this and meditate on this and, and read this over because when I pull this apart, it's going to it's going to really just bring shed some light and bring revelation so that if you're having sickness in your body or, or you've got a bad report from the doctor, you can believe God for your healing because it is God's will to heal you. All right, it says in verse four, surely he hath bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Isaiah was seeing this before it happened. So he's seen that he was bruised, that he was wounded. And that the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And he saw that with his stripes, there's healing. With these stripes, there's healing. And so God has given us a very, very, very awesome thing that it just became more solid for me. And just more uh, fixed in my soul when I began to study this out that I don't have to be sick. I do not have to be sick. Because Jesus has made a way for healing. What Jesus did on the cross is a finished work. It's a completed work. It's a full work. He took care of everything. Not only does do I not have to be sick, but I, I don't have to not have peace. He's died for the chastisement of my peace. 
for my shalom. And not only that, but he died for my sins. He took care of my sin problem. And not only that, he died on the cross for my emotional healing as well. So just to sum it all up and to put it just very plain, Jesus died on the cross so that we could have a blessed life, so that we could have a whole life, so that we could have a complete life. And so you got to embrace that, okay? You got to embrace what it is that Jesus did. Now, some practical things that I've noticed um, in praying for different individuals with different things, all right? The thing is this, is that every situation is different and how God chooses to heal is different. You know, sometimes you can hear somebody's testimony of healing from diabetes and they may say that, um, they did some things or took some supplements and, you know, God worked through those things and they began to exercise. And sometimes when you get a diagnosis of like high blood pressure or diabetes, which diabetes can be reversed. It's not something that's genetic, but it's something through your diet because my mother has done that. They try to diagnose her with type two diabetes and she made a lie to make a lifestyle change. And um, there were some things that she cut out and some more things, more healthier things that she brought in in conjunction with supplements. And she saw, she amazed the doctors because they wanted to put her on medication. And she, they saw, saw her A1C not just come, you know, to a stable level, but to come down to where she completely is completely out of her body. And so in that situation, there were some things that she had to do. Okay, there's some things that she had to, 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 to do. And God will always require you to do something. And you be obedient to what he's telling you to do. Now, you may have another person that comes up for prayer. And they may be instantly healed. Where they don't have to do, you know, they, they, that's a miracle. Okay, and a lot of times we want miracles. But a lot of times what God wants to do is there's something he wants to do in you as you're going through that process. So sometimes you can hear of somebody else's um testimony of healing and you think that you got to do the same thing and God may be telling you to do something different okay so I want you to understand that that each situation is different but the key is you'll be obedient to what God is telling you to do have the opportunity to go and pray for a man that was um, diagnosed with prostate cancer and um, went laid hands on him and prayed for him and I said now you're healed and I said, just because you go to the surgery in the next few weeks and, you know, have to go to the surgery doesn't mean that God didn't heal you. So he uh, went through surgery and came through fine. And when he went back for his three-month checkup, the doctors, originally they told him that he was going to need radiation, you know, and all those things. And uh, when he went back, the doctor said they were just like, if you did great, said that, um, um, we got it all. It's gone. You're not going to need radiation. In fact, instead of seeing you in another three months, we can push it out to six months. So God moved and intervened in that situation um, as well. Now, there have been other people that I know of a lady that um, I didn't pray for her, but this is a testimony that I heard that she was diagnosed with um, some type of, of cancer and uh, may have been colon, I think it was, because um, she got up when she got up on the table to do surgery um it came out it came out of her behind something came out of her behind and they had prayed for it and she didn't even have to have the surgery so you see how the you know different situations and then um 
there's another um, instance of a lady that went and prayed for. She was diagnosed with breast cancer and um, went over and laid hands on her, prayed for her. And uh, she got ready to go for the surgery that morning, got up. Uh, they prepped her for the surgery. Um, the doctor came in and said, uh, let me do one more test. Let me check one more thing before, I, before, we, before we do the surgery. So they went and uh, they came back in and said, uh, the mass is gone. <laughs> Whatever was there is gone. We're not going to have to do surgery. And uh, she put her clothes on and went home. In fact, it was a talk of the hospital. They wanted to know who was this woman that, you know, it was, they were sure that it was there. So, you know, she didn't have to go through surgery. Some people have to go through, through surgery. It's all different, but you just do what God is telling you to do. The number one thing is you have to believe. You can't doubt. When you get that initial report, okay, a lot of times, especially with like cancer, the enemy will just, you know, like set you up to like, this is it. This is over. And it's not over. It doesn't, it's, does not, there does not have to be a death sentence. Say, well, but it's terminal. Look, we're going to look and see how Jesus even took care of that. Things that are terminal, things that have no natural cure. Jesus took care of it all. So you can believe God for your healing. Wherever state or condition that you're in, you can believe God for your healing. So you get that bad report, okay? You cannot dwell on the report. The report that they've given you is a fact, but you've got to know the truth. And the truth is that by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. Say, well, but the doctor, by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. And also, certain things that you, you know, reports that you receive and that you get, you can't tell everybody. Because what will happen is, sometimes people will kill your faith by the things that they say. By the things that they say, you're believing God for your healing. You believe in God. You know, the manifestation hasn't come yet. And you're telling everybody, you know, what the doctor's report is. And somebody says, oh, I had a cousin that had the same thing. It starts telling you these horror stories that you just don't need to hear. So sometimes you cannot tell everybody. You got to wait till after it plays out. Then you can tell them what God did. But you don't tell everybody because a lot of times when you tell people, they kill your faith. You've got to let people know that are people of faith that are going to pray for that situation and that are going to, that are going to believe God with you. Okay? So you got to make sure you got some praying people around you that are praying and that are believing God for you. And then you got to confess the word. The Bible says that the word of God is alive and powerful, that it is sharper than any two-edged sword. And so the word of God, it, it's, it's active, it's, it's alive, it's powerful. And that's how we defeat the enemy because sickness is from the devil, it's not from God. And so you say, well, why do we get sick? Well, the devil, he tries, to, he tries to take what it is that Jesus died on the cross for. So we have to maintain our position of faith. We have to maintain it. How we do that is with the word because I'm telling you, the enemy will come and especially at night, he will come and he'll try to rehearse. But the doctor said... Or he'll try to rehearse, you know, your auntie died of the same thing. Or he'll try to, to rehearse, you know, this runs in your family. And he'll, he'll keep, and so what you have to do when he comes like that is you have to counter with that with the word. If all you can say is that by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. Say, well, he's going to keep coming back. Well, by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. And you have to continue, continue, continue to say that. 
confess that word. Something else that you can do that's a part of the covenant is that you taking communion. We can take communion whenever. You know, it's not just set for church settings or church times. In fact, I take communion regularly, regularly. There was one particular time when um, my mom, she had some symptoms like cold-like symptoms and just didn't feel good. And so, um, you know, we prayed and everything and she was getting some rest and, uh, yeah, I was getting ready to lay down and, and go to sleep, getting ready to snuggle down in my bed. And the Holy Spirit said, you need to take communion with your mom. And so I was tired and was, well, I thought to myself, my flesh said, do it in the morning, but I had the strong urge, no, do it right now tonight. So I went back downstairs, got the communion cups and um and like i said we have it on hand we have communion stuff on hand and i will interject this if 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 you don't have you know a grape juice or something like get some water uh get something in uh there's one of my intercessor friends um we had uh communion together uh one particular time on the call and we were all in you know in our homes and so she got healed right over the phone and she said i jesus healed me when i had a stale cracker so it doesn't matter you know just that but so that you do it and you bless it and do this you know in remembrance of him so we took the communion she went to sleep got up the next morning and she was a hundred percent fine those symptoms had just completely went away so say that to say that jesus died on the cross for our sickness for for our diseases for our healing for our salvation for our peace he didn't just it wasn't just a spiritual work but it was a physical work as well he literally took up on cancer upon him he literally took diabetes upon him he literally took high blood pressure upon him he literally took strokes and and heart disease he literally took those on him but to know that it's god's will to heal you it's not god's will that you be sick and afflicted because when you're sick it it, it takes away time precious time for things that you could be doing for the Lord it takes your money okay and then you just feel horrible God wants us to live the best life he wants us to have vitality he wants us to be strong but there's things that we have to do as well to maintain that practical things we got to make sure that we're getting rest we got to make sure that we're free from uh, bitterness we got to make sure that we're not riddling our body with worry and, 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 and anxiety Jesus made an escape for all the, all these things Okay, all these things. So the key is here, you gotta believe, no doubt, and you gotta you gotta be obedient to what God is telling you to do. And you know, your doctor gives you advice. I'm not, you know, against doctors or anything like that, but they don't have the final say. They can only give you what they've studied, and most of them, a lot of them, you know. They give you things based upon, you know, trying to give you this to take care of this and it leads to, you know, something else. But especially when you're in those very crucial situations, um, you, you got to hear the voice of God and what it is that God wants you to do and how he wants you to do it. So make I want to make sure that you get this in your mind, that when you come away, that you come away saying that it's God's will to heal me. It is God's will to heal me. Um, that Jesus is the healer, period. He is the healer. He is the healer. And so I'm going to be sharing more testimonies of um, God's healing power. 
I'm going to be sharing um, some miracles of Jesus. And um, we're going to just be looking at some things. And, and then we're going to be looking at some practical things um, that we can do um, to maintain our, you know, to maintain our healing. And um, just be encouraged. You may be dealing with something in your physical body right now at this very moment, at this very second. You may be even in pain, back pain, or um, just just some any type of pain, neuropathy. You may be dealing with sickness. You may be dealing with cancer. You may be dealing with diabetes. You may be dealing with high blood pressure. I don't know what what what, what it is. You may be dealing with some something uh, neurological that's taking place. Uh, in your physical body, but I speak wholeness to you right now in the name of Jesus. And I know and I thank God that Jesus is the healer. He is Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. And so my prayer is that you listen to his voice to see what it is that he wants you to do. See what it is that he wants you to do. And a lot of times God wants to wow these doctors. He wants to wow these doctors to say, well, why don't we see miracles? Well, sometimes you don't see miracles because you don't believe. You don't believe. And see, miracles are, are something supernatural that, that, that God does. And he is still performing miracles today. So well, how do you know? Because I see them every week. We see miracles on a weekly basis. People send prayer requests and the situation was this way and we pray and God turns that situation around and I mean, just so many, so many, so many, so many miracles. So like I said, I'm going to be sharing some of those here on the podcast of the things that God has done. And in sharing those, that helps to build your faith. That helps to build your faith. So no matter what the report says, no matter what you may have been received or been given, know that it's God's will to heal you and that Jesus is the healer. Well, I'm going to pray for you. And you may have something right now that you're dealing with in your physical body. Uh, that that uh, you may have gotten a bad report. And so wherever the area of your body is where you need healing, just place your hands there. And, you know, the Bible says that the believers lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, okay? So, you know, there's two types of healing. There's miracles that are instant, and then there's those miracles that are over time, that what happens when that believer lays hands on you that healing is activated and it starts working in your body. And so you start to get better, you know, over time, over time starts to get better. And so we're going to believe God for you. I don't know what your situation may be, but I know that, that, that God can take care of it in God. It's God's will to heal you. So Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for your word, which is truth, that your word is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Father God, I thank you for those that are listening to this podcast today, not by accident, but by your divine power. They've, they've tuned in, they're listening. And I thank you, Father God, that you manifest your healing power, Father God, through this podcast, that as I speak forth healing, Lord God, that it will be made manifest and that it will come. I thank you that they are healed, that they are whole from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Father, we bind up the spirit of cancer in the name of Jesus. I thank you that Jesus, the name of Jesus, is greater than cancer, any form or any strand or any stage of it, that Jesus is the healer. I bind up diabetes. And Father God, I just speak for 
the, the levels to be regulated, give the people wisdom on what to eat, what not to eat, what to do, what not to do. Father God, I come against high blood pressure in the name of Jesus, heart disease in the name of Jesus, pain, back pain, uh, ear pain, eye pain. I pray, Father, for that one that's dealing with their, their eye. I see somebody dealing with something in their eye. You just speak forth healing right now. Just take it and receive it. Father God, I thank you that you're, that you're healing. I hear nosebleeds. Somebody's having nosebleeds, continuous nosebleeds. We come against that in Jesus' name. Speak to blood conditions in the name of Jesus. Take authority over blood condition, female problems, female pain, fibroids. I command them to shrink in the name of Jesus. Satan, take your hands off of the people of God. And I thank you, Lord God, that for that one that has received a report where the doctors have said they don't have much time. Father, you said that with long life you would satisfy and show your salvation. So I thank you, Father God, that you are instilling hope in the people. I thank you, Father God, for the blood of Jesus that still has miraculous power. Pray for stomach conditions right now in the name of Jesus. Those that may be dealing with stomach conditions, ulcers and just any type of stomach conditions. Be thou whole. Something in the bones. Someone is dealing with something in their bones. I don't know if it's a bone disease. I just heard the word bones. Well, we just speak forth to your bones right now. Ooh, I feel the presence of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, let your healing power flow. Let it flow. Allergies and sinus conditions and headaches. We come against migraine headaches in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for healing migraine headaches neuropathy yes i call you by name we just command you to, to just to, to to cease in jesus name these nerve conditions jesus i thank you for peace i pray for that one that's dealing with emotional sickness anxiety we i bind you in the name of jesus the antidote to anxiety is prayer so if you're dealing with anxiety you're not praying enough you're not praying enough we come against depression in the name of jesus i come against depression you foul devil, I rebuke, bind, and curse you. In the name of Jesus, let them be whole. Let them be whole. Let them be whole. Let them be whole. Back pain. Something in the foot. Someone's dealing with the foot. I don't know if you had a foot surgery or something in the foot. Some type of pain. Uh, uh, said like a tendon, Achilles tendon. Yeah, I'm calling it out in the name of Jesus. You're healed. You're healed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your peace, let your presence and your peace, Lord God, permeate every home, every car, wherever they are in their office, in their office, uh, wherever they are listening to this podcast, Lord, because Jesus, you are the healer. It is your will to heal and it is your will to heal your people now. So I thank you and I praise you for the finished work of the cross. I thank you, Lord God, for making the people whole by your power. If you've been touched by the power of God and something that I called out was you, be sure to email me and let me know. Let me know that it was you that, I, that we prayed for and that God touched and healed you. Oh, I'm so excited for what it is that God's going to do. I believe many people are going to be healed just from listening to this broadcast. And many people are going to be touched by the power of God. They're being touched already. Thank God for that. Well, I'll be back next week. 
And we're going to begin to look at Isaiah 53. If you know someone that needs healing, share this podcast with them. Share this podcast with them and and the ones that are to follow. I want to follow up with this and have an in-person meeting um, here uh, in the next few months. So I'm just praying about that. And some more things are going to be coming out of this particular teaching that I'll be letting you may be made aware of. Also want to make you aware that um, I was a part of a book collaboration that is due to be ready for purchase here in the next few weeks. So I um, had a few setbacks um, because of COVID, but hopefully I didn't want to keep uh, giving you that it was here, that it was here through pre-orders until I knew it was here for sure because the dates kind of kept changing. And so I'm just waiting till I receive them on hand, okay? So um, the cost of the book will be $19.99 plus if it, I can only... Uh, uh, only mailing in, into the U.S., okay? So no international um, mailings at this time. But if you want to get uh, have it shipped to you, it would be a $6 fee. So $19.99 plus the, um, plus the $6 uh, uh, shipping charge. So there will be more information on that. But just so that you know, um, just excited about that. And also excited about some solo projects that are coming forth. So know that I'm praying for you and I'm believing God for your complete healing and wholeness. Amen. And so be encouraged. Remember the words in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Thank you.